Hi, this is Charlotte Pierce. I'm the producer of Ready Row USA, and welcome to our adaptive tech series. It's our first episode in this 2022 adaptive tech series. We have the honor of hosting Bob Barry, who's the inventor of the remote coxswain. I met Bob about 2019 when he visited my rowing club in Boston with this gadget, and I just walked into the shop and I saw this guy, you know. And I'm sort of a geek. What do you call it? A wannabe geek. <laughs> and uh, so I saw Bob demonstrating this to our shop manager, and it was so cool. And uh, I want to just pop Bob on here in real life. Hi, Bob. Hey, Charlotte. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for putting up with all this uh, <laughs> this tech stuff. Let me just introduce our sponsors. I'm really happy to uh, have my. Well, that's my website, but it's produced by one of our sponsors, Good Inklings, which we'll see in a bit. Um, I love my new website. It's readyrowusa.com. And Laura Williams is just, well, let me let me just get to the Burnham Boat is another one of our sponsors. And we have a couple of new ones coming on next month. We love to overcompensate for sponsors. So if you're considering advertising on Ready Row USA, you will get way more than you pay for because that's just the way we roll. Um, anyway, Good, Good Inklings is um, the website developer and she is offering a, a free website audit. So you just contact her at goodinklings.com and all this stuff will be on our show notes. And so if, if you are uh, desperately taking notes, don't do it. It'll all be over there. And um, I'll bring on Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey, Charlotte. So tell me where you are. Uh, right now, I'm at the what we call the finish line tower of Nathan Benison Park in Sarasota. Cool. And this is my new new place of employment. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of rowing action that happens down there. I know. I'm... Well, the Big Ten is this today and tomorrow and Saturday. Oh, yeah, they're on right now. They're out practicing. So do you have? Are you called to do various put out fi various fires there? <laughs> Absolutely. I just had one, as you heard. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the uh, sound check we had one yeah. yeah yeah so like tell me a little bit i mean i've got some of um visuals here that i'll flash up uh, from time to time and you can kind of i pulled some of them from the 2019 sure. session you know like this may not have anything to do with what you're doing oh, now but traveling to go that is before i came out with the um, quick attach this is it's showing the the rudders and the tubes that would be installed on a boat without a an existing rudder. That was my little travel all kit. Okay. Today. Right, right. And tell me how, just the brief, briefly, if you can, because we're we're going to try and keep it to thirty minutes. But right. um, how you came up with this idea? What inspired it? And where you were in the universe when it yeah, happened? I was coaching in Gales Ferry. That's where Red Top Harvard's other boathouse is. And this young girl that was uh, blind wanted to take up the sport of rowing her brother was already in the program that we had and i had this idea um she can row in a, a double with somebody with vision but i just thought about what if she wanted to row a single how could you do it without just you know going verbally and i thought like of, like pressure on port or pressure yeah, on starboard. Just, yeah port mm -hmm. starboard, even commands mm -hmm. but i thought about like a remote controlled airplane has a rudder why not put one on on a boat would it would it have enough turning you know enough force to Mm -hmm. So I put one together real quick and it worked absolutely perfect. So then I just started coming up with a better way to make them and keep them waterproof. And that's what we have here. Uh, the orange box has the, 
the on off switch, the battery pack, and the receiver. And that's all of waterproof and it's rechargeable, the battery pack. And then the other photo, that's out of a system that I, I sent to South Africa for a young man. They had contacted me and he wanted to uh, you know, try racing with it. So I sent it all and through WhatsApp, we uh, walked him through on you know how to do the rudder tube installation and he did a fantastic job and he, and he loved it. And he's a blind rower completely. Yeah. Uh, wow. And t tell me about like when you see these blind rowers, uh, uh, I've seen some videos of your, your system and people, you know, launching out from the dock and what, what's it like seeing them like go out for the first time? Um, it, it's like, it gives them the freedom. They're, they're no different than anybody else. Now it's a feeling that money can't buy. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. You can, the steering is so accurate, but yet it's so powerful to take you around a sharp turn if need be. Right. I but, saw one of your videos that the guy's going around a turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And they're, so keep in mind while they're doing that turn, a lot of times there's still even pressure. So there, there's no assisting. Mm -hmm. There are a few times where it's a really hard turn. You know, I need pressure on port and I, you know, give them that verbal. And right. Right. Around. And so tell us how, how it works on the, the chase boat or whatever you call it, the control boat, coaching boat. Yes, I'm holding, it's, a, it's called a transmitter, but it's just a little tiny steering wheel that springs back to center. And there's a few other control dials on there that one of them controls what is center. And mm -hmm. you, once you center that rudder and you steer with the, the main steering wheel, you let go of it, it springs back to zero degrees. So there's no, uh, no resistance whatsoever at that point. That's the nice part. You don't have to guess where is zero degrees. It's right back there every time. That's fantastic. And who are, who are we looking at here? And again, if you're listening on audio, we're going to have um, the show notes will describe and you'll have a, a, a slideshow that you can access so you can see these images. But uh, who is who's this here? I okay, think. So the girl in the single, that's a girl by the name of Pearl Outlaw. Yes. She's on the, the national team for the U.S. And that's her coach, Susan Wood. Uh, the wife of the, the living legend Chris or Tiff Wood, as most people know. Yes. Know him, and she and, was here last month with the uh, the national team training, and and they uh, were competing right. in the race course. And she she wanted to try the the single with the remote, and she absolutely loved it. Now, is this also her out there? Yes, that's her in the race course. So as you can see, she's not she's almost like at a forty five in the in the lanes, if you can see the buoys. Mm -hmm but I'm steering her around the 10 foot alligator to get her around that. That's why she's on a skew. She Are you kidding me? She's going around an alligator? She doesn't even know it. It's actually what? right under her port oar. As oh my God, you're kidding me. No. That's hilarious. Susan couldn't I... get the camera fast enough and she just started clicking to see if she could get it in there. We were going that's... along and she's like, Bob, what is that in the race course? I'm like, oh, that's an alligator. <laughs> oh, we... She, yeah, she was. We told her after she was fine with it because she's from the south. She's used to them. Yeah, yeah. That's. I guess it would kind of help if you couldn't. You know, I mean, not to make a joke about it, but if you can't see the alligator, it's probably helpful. Yeah, yeah. There's a few in there, and they get about. Yeah, I know. Already I heard they've, already, they've already taken them out. They've taken them apart. Yeah, and so next is uh, some folks that I recognize from your website and stuff. Um, the Mumfords, right? Yes, this is James and Linda. Uh, this was a race that we just had here recently. Uh, in the photo on the left, uh, they call it the head of the 941. It used to be head of the hog. Now mm -hmm. they changed 
the head of the 941 that's around the park through the canal backwards. And there is, there's a lot of steering in there. And I did the steering for them. We got the approval to use the system and they took silver. I think there was about eight or 10 boats in their division. And it was all of a two foot chop that day. Whoa. Really rough conditions. Is, and, is, so that was a para class or? No, is it... that was, they, they were against others with, with vision. Oh, Bob, that's yeah. amazing. So yeah. you can just yeah. fit them and then you just need approval yeah. from the race organizers. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Casey Galvanic, the coach mm-hmm. here from Sarasota. He says, yeah, go ahead. I even used his launch. Oh He's my been God. Very great along with everybody else. The park. What did the other rowers, what was the reaction from the other racers? You know, I don't even think they knew. I don't, I don't know if they even knew that they were against uh, a blind couple. That's amazing. Yeah, the mixed, yeah. Uh, mixed event. So do you find that um, blind rowers using the system, you know, like, are they like more focused on the stroke and or do they like, what's the difference? You know, it's like, you know. Are you more focused? <laughs> yes. Um, from James himself, he said, yes, they are. Yeah. They're more focused yeah. on what's going on in the boat. And he's actually a fantastic coach to his mm-hmm. wife, Linda. Mm-hmm. He can feel what, what she's doing wrong in the boat. That is so cool. You know, I have a coach that, um, you know, I've just been rowing for about 10 years at Community Rowing, but my coach, John Sisk, he, he often makes us row eyes closed. Right. Just to be able to feel more, those, you know, the motion of the boat yeah. and not have that visual distraction. Yeah. I had that gentleman, uh, John Hill. He was here from Oxford. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was him earlier on the, the top yeah. Anyways. And then we have, um, I'm going to get into some of your videos a little bit, but um, we have the the mighty Tony Coxing. Yes. Uh, yeah, tell us about Tony because I love her. Like I said, I want to adopt her if her parents will agree to it. <laughs> so here she is, uh, Cox and Bear. Uh, Casper actually made them a Cox double. Uh huh. Um, there wasn't any more available. They, you know, Cox right. pairs went out years ago and doubles. Right. So when I'm I'm not available, she takes photo, them out. Uh, Tony would take them out. Yeah. Well, and Tony then- is uh, uh, the organizer of uh, New Crew SRQ, right? The yes. inclusive and- club down in yes. in your area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they- they actually operate out of Nathan Benson Park here. Yeah. I had a little uh, conference with her earlier this week, and she said, yeah, I, I can't be on this, the uh, podcast or the live stream because I'm, I've got quantum physics, physics yeah. class. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, there's so much to this young lady. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I am not worthy, man. Right. That's, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, wild. invention out there. Actually, we share the same patent attorney, I think I was telling you. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah so you got this. You've got this patented and well, uh, pending. Okay. It's, it's in mm-hmm. the patent office, so it's under review yeah. now. It's, I know that is uh, so such a complicated and expensive process. Yeah. yeah. Do you, yeah. And who is the guy on the right? Is he also a blind? Okay. He was the young man from South Africa. Okay. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the pronunciation is Cloetti. I'm okay. probably wrong on that, but let me see if he's the one. Yeah. He, yeah, he's under seven minutes on the water on a 2K. You're kidding. And he's only, I think he's about 15 in that photo. That was three years ago. Well, you run into some inspiring people. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he really, I mean, very, very nice people. I will, I will never complain about the conditions or <laughs> things like that again. Um, so this looks like you in a boat with somebody. Yes, that's uh, Sam Meyer in the bow seat. And we are, I have a two-way radio walkie-talkie on my neck. Okay. We are at the, um, called the head of the queue the weekend before the head mm-hmm. of the Charles. Quinnebequin. Yes, for singles 
for you know younger kids. I think it's like 18 and under. Mm-hmm. And Linda Murray had organized me coming up there through Kathy Parker, you know, thanks to her. Um, yeah. This, but we couldn't follow her in a launch. So I don't know if you can go back to that photo. Sure. Um, uh, you so you can't see it in that photo in my in my port sculling handle. Which what? Uh, which one did you want me to go to? Uh, the, um, where myself and Sam Meyer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in my port handle, and you can't see it in that photo. I took all the components that are inside that transmitter, including the battery. I had to buy a special size battery. It fit inside the handle. And mm-hmm. I ended up with, we'll just say, thumb steering for Sophia's boat. So we're staying ahead of Sophia. Actually, at this point, we are getting her lined up at the start. That's what the radio was for. Mm-hmm. No you know, um, hull speed, the rudder is useless. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk her through it with a two-way radio. It was attached to her boat and got her to the start with a two-way radio. And then once she's underway, my thumb steering steered her up the race course and we just stayed ahead of her. Yeah. That's why we were the only double in that race that we were guide boat. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Passed two singles. They ran her at the end of her age group. So we ended up, we passed two singles and ultimately she ended up getting first in her, in her age group that year. That's which cool. was great. It was fun. That was exciting. Yeah. Well, definitely check in with me um, next time you're up in Boston. I'd love to, you know, maybe even go out and do some of this stuff with you and, you know, follow you around a little bit. But so we have some, I wasn't able to get the videos on without sound. So I'm just going to run them and then you can comment after. They're not very long. They're like 15 seconds or something. So here's the one from 2019. It's submerged. So it's totally waterproof. That's why. My first one, that's why I had to put that box on it, make everything waterproof. Yeah. I used what was it that I had. Absolutely. You know, this friend of mine's car that was smashed up. Yeah. But that's, it's too much work to build this protective box over everything. So let's have this out in the open. So what? Even if the boat flips, it's no big deal. And. Oh, oh, oh my God. And that is the wonderful Andy Crump. Yeah, he used to be the shop manager at Community Rowing and like one of those guys who can build anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I now here's one aeronautical engineer. What? I think he's an aeronautical engineer, if I remember. Yes, you're right. And he's he's done some um innovating in that field. Yeah. yeah. Um this is one of a double. Uh, Yeah, so they're coming into the dock. Oh, wow, look at that. It's amazing. That's a better landing than I could have done. So that's them coming in after their practice. And yeah. the rudder is doing the steering. As you can see, I'm, I'm tweaking it. I, I was trying to get the transmitter in there to see, you know, so people could see how it would. Got it, yeah. There's, the there's, speaking of that, here's one with you sort of demonstrating something. And, and I think uh, if you, yeah. yeah, there's no audio on this, so yeah. Okay, right. So what are you doing here? Okay, so this, that's a system that I just sent to England, the woman, uh, Rachel Morris. She's a para-rowing coach. Mm-hmm. She's actually a uh, three-time gold medalist in the Olympics herself in hand cycling. And uh, the last one was in Rio in a single. Very cool. Yeah. And anyways, that's that was the installation, and I was just showing how it, how it worked on the boat. Yeah, 
the geek in me is is going crazy. Like I said, I've never had that smooth of a launch or of a landing. <laughs> okay, that's just the same, just a different angle. Yeah. Same yeah. landing, same throwing mm -hmm. session. Yes. Yeah. And then there's, there's here's this one with the ankle units, and, and I'll play it, and then All you right. can tell us what's going on with that. All right, you tell me what I'm doing. That's the outside row. Correct. Inside stuff. Yep. What was that? You got it. That's it. Let's do it. Wow. So okay. what, what happened? That was Linda Mumford. She's she's also um, hearing impaired. She's deaf. She has mm -hmm. uh, she wears two cochlear implants. Anyways, that was a system that I had made for a young girl back in Connecticut that was blind and deaf. And what that does is I can control with a um, a different type of transmitter. It's actually for the um, for model airplanes and. It's a, a rotating that does the tapping, as you can see in that video. And we came up with like Morse code or Braille mm -hmm. uh, rowing language. Tap on the outside, you roll forward. Tap on the inside, you stop rowing. If you touch and hold on the inside, that would be check it down. So we explained this to this young girl at the dock. And then I would, once the boat was underway, I could steer her with a rudder. Right. And it worked perfect. We rowed, I don't know, three or 400 meters across the cove in no way. I stopped her from rowing and only tapped with a port on the outside and she ended up turning the boat around and then I tapped them both on the outside and she rode it back to the dock and they caught her at the dock. She can't see and can't hear. So how was she hearing you? Was it to the implants? No hearing. There's no hearing. This is all by, well, she was able to hear me at the dock. I could explain okay. everything. Mm -hmm. She has a, one cochlear implant. I see. And we explained everything to her and then after that it was... Yeah. No vision, no sound. And she, she rode that boat absolutely perfect. That must have been thrilling to see that. Oh my Just... God. Her mother was in tears. Oh, it was incredible. That's amazing. I couldn't believe it. Let's, let's see it again. I think I love this. All right, you tell me what I'm doing. That's the outside row. Correct. Inside staff. Yep. Inside check. What was that? Inside check. You got it. That's it. Let's do it. That's incredible. So yeah. I can control each each one independently. We were mm -hmm. just uh, the port side in that in that. Case. Yeah, we have uh, just a few more minutes uh, in our allotted time. Although you know, I can see that we're going to need to have you back and you know do more stuff. Maybe we'll go out on a, on the dock or something. Oh. You know, do some live stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping to have um, a continuation of. Uh, the one that I sent to England, they should have it any day. Oh, nice. Yeah. to see those girls using it. I mean, I like it, you know, just showing these little tiny clips and then you explaining what's going on. It's really cool. Um, there's one with, um, I think this is the port and starboard direction. There's the port. There's the starboard. Yeah. That was full rudder to port and then full rudder to starboard. John Hill, the Oxford coach. Oh, John Hill. Yeah, he was on. Uh, yeah, he came by yeah. earlier. Yeah. So that was that system that I I sent to England. That's the one mm -hmm. because they have that same type of boat. Anyways, he he wanted. I didn't have any blind rowers, so we blindfolded him to just test the system out. Mm -hmm. And I wanted a video of how 
how much response that the rudder would have. So you could see he, he had the, the hull speed underway and then he let it run. And then I, I did a port and starboard turn and you can see how the, how the boat turned accordingly. There's the port, there's the starboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. It does, it has a lot of turning force or it's, if you just need a, a fraction, it's right there. Yeah. Very sensitive, very controllable. And I think the only other one we have is a single sculler. And you're saying that's quite a turn. I have these little titles on them, but uh, okay. let me just, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, let me see. Yep. That's full port rudder. It's hard not to want to help. So you're rowing even still? Yep. Okay, that's, that's quite a turn. If you were to help, God, you could do this on a, you could do a steak race. You'd go right around that point. <laughs> steak race, I love it. <laughs> Still at full, full port rudder. Whoa. And back to even. Wow. So that was, he was rowing even all that time and we executed that turn with just the rudder. So it, so he was just even pressure. He wasn't. Yeah. And he was, is he the one that was blindfolded? So that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Blindfolded on, yeah. He's right. From Oxford. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you before we wrap up, um, what, uh, what sort of allowance do you, or hope do you have for having these systems in just regular u.s rowing races is there any that's i mean ultimately i it'd be great if they could row against others with vision mm -hmm. maybe they could in a race with lanes but a head yeah. race they right have a look, you know so they might have a but there is a disadvantage of having a rudder because the rudder slows you down mm -hmm. so you know the officials hopefully they take a look at it and and uh, come up with something yeah. to, to allow it. But when you go out and try these things in races, um, do do you get generally get people willing to to let you do it? Like you said, that one race down there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, there is. There was one race. There was a gentleman. I probably shouldn't mention his name. He, was, <laughs> he wasn't going to give them a medal if they competed with it because he thought they would have an unfair advantage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they did. They didn't want to row in the. The adaptive event they wanted to row against the others with vision so they did yeah and they said we don't care about the metal we want to just yeah so and and it, it went really well and how did they do uh they didn't get a medal but they yeah, yeah. they would have had they yeah so it's like they weren't last <laughs> oh no and, yeah and that's just it's such i guess it's such it's old technology to me but mm -hmm. a lot of people they haven't even heard about this yet yeah they don't know what to make of it yeah uh, the gentleman he thought that they were actually going to have a sighted person in the boat mm -hmm. and then race day morning he found out and he didn't know what to say so he used the unfair advantage which mm -hmm. in uh, lanes with buoys nobody looks yeah you know turns around to take a peek where they're going it's you just keep your alignment you can't miss on the other end well, I find it hard to believe that anyone who's blind and rowing would have an unfair advantage. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's I kind know. of, a, even though there's this device, it's just kind of equalizes the thing, you know. Like, yeah, there is, I mean, they they don't steer with pressure. They, their steering is done with resistance, yeah. with a mm -hmm. rudder. 
where everybody else, when they make that adjustment, they're usually adding pressure to port or starboard to make. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Well, listen, um, people can contact you through your website, I assume. Yeah. 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 I have to say, you know, I get, I put out this stuff on social media and I promote the shows in advance and stuff. And I think this has been one of the highest, um, you know, interest pieces that I've put out. So really, really, yeah, I know people are just charmed and, you know, inspired by it. Yeah. So Uh, I I really enjoy it. And I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. Yeah. Well, let's do it again. You know, of course there's, there's way more to say, and I'd love to get them, you know, get some kind of live thing out on the water so we could do a, you know, live stream or even a recorded one out on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, listen, um, we are ready row USA station identification. I'm going to mute you, Bob, so we don't get the scratchy. And then, um, and we'd love to have you connect with us on social media or directly through the website, readyrowusa.com. We have a hashtag, which is just the name readyrowusa. And we will follow you around, stalk you on social media and give you things because we have uh, some of our vendors and sponsors give us stuff to uh, hand out to lovely listeners like y'all. And uh, please subscribe on your podcast apps. This will be up tomorrow on all the podcast apps you can even dream of all the major ones and um it's really nice to have people download and subscribe also on youtube you can do that and remember to use the hashtag um 2022 we've got a bunch of fun stuff we're focusing this year on rowing for all and inclusion and access so bob's uh, fits very well into that theme and also fitness for life is one of our one of our other themes, which is as an older person, I can't say enough about rowing. It's just wonderful for my physiology and my, you know, the ages. As you get rowers of a certain age, get uh, you know, not so not so good with the the impact sport. So, anyway, here's some of the things that we're uh, we're coming up with. Uh, we're going to be covering and rowing to recoveries. September, we're going to do a learn to row in June. We're going to do a U.S. rowing preview and in, in uh, as usual in uh, we're November and uh, we're a media partner for U.S. rowing. So there's lots of good stuff coming up, and we want to hear from you. Oh. I need to say something before we go, and we have we have a club news form. So if you go to our website, uh, that we have three items this this uh, or four items this week this month. Um, there's a job, a coaching job at U.S. or at Community Rowing. Contact Aaron Bonney, and again, this stuff will be in our show notes, so don't worry about taking notes. But uh, it's a great place to coach. They really take care of their coaches. The coaches are fantastic. I can. I can verify that because I've been there for 10 years getting their coaching. Um, we're going to be having a club spotlight with Tacoma Rowing. Dave Harvey is will also be on our uh, Learn to Row in June. He will be one of the people speaking about Learn to Row and transitioning new rowers into the club system and, and also about inclusion and interacting rowers to from different communities to the club. Some, some communities don't see themselves in rowing. So that is something we're trying to spotlight. TacomaRowing.org, and we'll be doing a club spotlight on them. Also, uh, Camp Lucy is uh, starting again this summer at the Pocock Foundation is uh, sponsoring that 
pocockfoundation.org. It's a fantastic program for middle schoolers and primarily girls, I think, but do do look uh, look that up at pocockfoundation.org and they're just a fantastic, um, you know, inclusive effort there going on. We also would love to hear about your favorite gadgets. Bob's Bob's uh, devices qualifies for that. Uh, so you know, if you have a little rowing gadget that you you can't live without, just tell us about it, and we'll give you a shout out or your organization or clubhouse a shout out at the same time. Bob, I'm going to bring you back on for uh, the final word. What's uh, what do you see for the future of remote coxswain and and adaptive tech? Um, I hope it reaches out to the blind community to let them know that now they can. Mm-hmm. and be out there with everybody else. There's no reason why they can't. It's so great. Um, there's this like uh, ABA Association for Blind Athletes or Association. Oh, yeah. 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 So I pinged them on Twitter and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll be able to find you if they, I just said, you know, if you're interested in um, contacting Bob, that would be great. Good. Well, well, we'll do our best to help you get the word out and thank you for tolerating all the... Uh, tech stuff that we had to go through. You're, you're a trooper. It'll be much better next time, Charles. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bob. Thank you.